0: Afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Wherever you're tuning in from, welcome to Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. I am very, very pleased that you are all here with me today. We have a wonderful show in store for you. I have an amazing guest that I'm looking forward to our conversation uh, around some rather interesting topics. So I'm glad everyone is tuning in today. Of course, we start off with a little blog post that I wrote a couple of years ago, and this blog post is entitled, The True Gift of Vulnerability is Allowing Others to Be Vulnerable As Well. To truly be vulnerable is not an easy thing. It takes courage to share our deepest shame, fears, or doubts. To tell someone our story of pain can be painful. Yet being vulnerable is about more than just our own stories. It is about more than just our words. Yes, it may take courage to share our tale of grief and regret. We must truly feel safe to tell someone of our betrayal or suffering. Yet, to embrace the real qualities of being vulnerable, it takes something more, something far more difficult than just recounting some deep pain or sorrow. It is about sharing our raw, naked emotions. For when we stand up, And not just tell someone how we feel, but actually show how we feel. That is truly being vulnerable. To allow others to see us experiencing our pain, our hurt, and our shame is so much more difficult than describing it. Real vulnerability comes from our eyes and our bodies not just our mouths. We take it in, not only through our ears, we take it in through our whole being. And then we feel your pain, not just know your pain. We feel your guilt, your shame, your loneliness. That is the gift of being vulnerable. For when we express our emotions in such a visceral manner, others feel them too. It gives us a chance to connect, not only with the person sharing their vulnerability, but with ourselves. It brings us closer together, for now we know that someone else has truly felt the same way we felt. And that vulnerability brings us together and creates real community. For the shared experience of someone sharing their pain with us to see is both humbling and opening for us. It opens us up to share ourselves more fully. We are encouraged to display, to display how we are feeling deep inside. And as we share with each other, the sense of safety increases, and we can share even more. This kind of vulnerability does not come easily. It is not something that we can allow ourselves to experience without safety. Yet in community, when we are being held so compassionately, it can be the most healing experience of our lifetime. To be open enough to truly show what we are feeling inside is for the brave. And the rewards for that bravery is beyond measure. Is there something in your life you can be more vulnerable about? Do you have someone whom you feel safe enough to share with the, with to share those inner emotions so I wrote this post a couple of years ago and I believe it was after an experience in a ceremony where I was working with someone and I noticed how they were like sharing all this pain and talking about their trauma. And they, and they were telling the story, but I couldn't feel it from them. And it felt like there was a bit of a disconnect there. That, you know, as vulnerable as they were being just by sharing the story, they weren't truly being vulnerable because I couldn't feel how they felt in that moment, and without being able to feel it, I realized they're not truly being vulnerable. You know, we tend to think of vulnerability as just sharing some challenging time in our life, or sharing our trauma, or sharing some story about you know how we grew up. Or, or some pain we felt but i've learned after working with so many people over the years that it actually is not as difficult as you as one might think to share one's pain by just telling the story the really difficult part is allowing others to see how we feel when we were In that situation. To not just talk about our fear, but to be in our fear. To not just talk about our pain, but to feel our pain. Because when others witness us really experiencing, those most challenging situations that we've been in, then they feel safe to feel their own pain. Then they feel safe to go into those deep places. And isn't that what we all truly need to heal? There's a very old expression, you have to feel it to heal it. But I guess when you're doing work in community, in group, and you feel it, it's not just to heal it for yourself. You're feeling it to allow others to feel safe enough for them to feel their own pain as well. And that is truly a wonderful act of bravery. It is truly the most challenging and the most beautiful thing we can do. Because our raw, painful, anguishing feelings that we allow others to really see us going through gives them the gift of knowing that they feel the same way, that it's okay for them to feel their feelings, that that we're not really all so different, that we actually have a lot more in common than we realize. And when we see others experiencing those same kinds of challenging emotions and feelings, then we're truly connected on a much deeper level. And that, to me, is really the beauty of doing group healing work. You know, there's tremendous value in individual one-on-one kind of healing work. But when you can bring a group of people together and they can really dive in deep to their feelings and their emotions, that that is truly something to behold. So that's our blog blog post for this week. Um, The title of this blog is The True Gift of Vulnerability is Allowing Others to be Vulnerable as Well. And of course, you can find that on our website at talkradio.nyc slash blog, or on my own personal website, theconsciousconsultant.com. So I hope you enjoyed that one. We continue to uh, um, bring these to you each week. And so now, it is my extreme pleasure to welcome to the show, architect, writer, chef, Coach, activator, chocolatier, and chatelaine. Miss Kier Adept. Originally, hello. Hello. How are you, Kier?
1: I'm well, thank you. Good,
0: good. Originally trained in England as an architect in 97, Dr. Adept set off to find her purpose and discovered Geotran, the programming language for the human biocomputer. With a family background in computer programming, it made perfect sense to change lives through using the language of numbers and geometries. A certified practitioner and Gem's intro instructor, she has 23 years of study and experience in Geotran. In 2001, as an unexpected spinoff from a broken leg, Dr. Adept received her PhD in esoteric studies with distinction from American Pacific University. She has also written a series of books on spiritual integration. After 18 years in California, Dr. Adept now has a geotrans-centered and human design practice based in the Midwest. She's passionate about helping people improve their lives. She's also a CTI-trained life coach and specializes in helping her clients live with clarity, creativity, passion, and purpose. Welcome to the Conscious Consultant Network. Here,
1: Hello. Thank you for having me. And gosh, you know, when somebody else reads that bio, I think, how very dry.
2: <laughs>
1: because really, what I'm doing, I mean, really, 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 what I'm doing is actually relating to what you were just saying about being vulnerable. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah.
1: That I am with someone in that connection with someone that allows them to really look at the times and places where they got damaged yeah where they 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 basically picked up a computer glitch from somewhere, and right. it may not even be their issue. eighty yep. percent of it's not their issue and then we bring in in the toolbox right. that's, that's all that the geotran is, and I've actually been creating actively creating even more techniques along that line, but the point is. I work with people who just got a little bit stuck. They're, they're, they're in a pivot in their lives. It's not that, they're, that there's something actively wrong with them. It's that they don't quite know who they are. Right? And, and so they've lost their sparkle. Yeah. Life is a little dull and, and formless and they're in limbo. And it's like, ah! and I come along with my magic wand. My connection with some dragons, and we can talk about that for an entire hour, with ease, with my tools, and we get that identity, that power, that internal truth and light, that clarity back in there so that they can have that sparkle again, so that they can remember who they are, so that that marvelously messy, quirky, Mm -hmm person is able to come back up mm-hmm. and from there it's actually really easy to figure mm-hmm. out what your next step is or
2: right,
0: you know, what you're right, right.
1: working on in the mundane world
0: yeah absolutely absolutely
1: and it's, it's also all dependent on you getting back to you and your own identity and for That's that a, i have the tools <laughs>
0: wonderful wonderful so what i'd like to do i always like to use the bio sort of just like an introduction we got to take a quick break but when we come back i would actually like to talk about your journey just a little bit just to give some context like how do you get from being an architect to you know working on people reprogramming their their own internal bio computers is so that's a that that that's a little bit of an interesting journey right there
1: i'd be delighted ah talking about my work my favorite topic
0: what? yeah imagine that all right so everyone please stay tuned oh and i see loyal listener sanaya uh checking in uh on our facebook lives As, uh a uh, beautiful said our co- connective level makes us whole yes we come together thank you sanaya um you're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We do this every Thursday, 12 noon to 1 p.m. Eastern Time here in the United States. And we'll be right back with our guest, Dr. Kier Adept, in just a moment. Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness?
3: Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Broncu, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc.
0: Welcome back to the Conscious Consultant Hour Awakening Humanity. We're speaking this hour with Dr. Kier Adept. Um, so, Kier, um, you started off as an architect in life, which is all about designing things. So I guess it, it makes some sense. So how did you get into this world of uh, uh, transformational healing work or or, or helping people to understand things on a deeper level
1: absolutely great question so I want you to picture uh I'm in the UK uh I actually grew up in the U.S. uh but I moved to Vienna when I was 14 I moved to the UK when I was 15 I stayed in the UK for 20 years and I had one of those pivotal moments when I was 28 I did not go to university at 18, like my parents expected me to, God bless them. And uh, But I was working for an architect, and and it's like I woke up one day and thought, wait a minute, I could do this. This is well within my range to to do what he was doing. So I applied for architecture schools and and got in, and it's it's six years of hard slog. And my expectation was, in any kind of professional training, obviously you go in expecting that you're going to, Eventually pop out of the ground as a an architect in my case. Mm-hmm. I moved back to the US for a variety of reasons in '92. And I actually had a job as an architect. I worked as an architect for about five years. But here's what I realized: I'm a passionate person, and you can probably tell this pretty easily. <laughs> and I was spending 90% of my time on a computer, and nothing wrong with that.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: However, I was like what this is not really what I went to architecture school for this is this is not feeding who I am
0: right it's not you
1: yeah it's just not me and I looked at the architects around me and I was actually going out with an architect mm. you know so I got to bounce this off him to an extent and I, I saw that they were very very passionate about architecture this is something that for each of them. It's something that they they are, they were, rather than something that they were doing. I was doing mm. it because I could. They were doing it because they had to. Mm. I will bet there is something like that out there for me. Mm. So I sublet my apartment in Vermont. I packed things into my little car, and I thought, I'm going on a road trip. And I'm gonna go where the intuition takes me, and I'm gonna find out what's there for me. Now I had been working for the previous year with someone who was who a a psychiatrist who never worked with patients. It was kind of interesting. I asked him about this once. He said, I'm not very good with people. <laughs> <But okay. laughs>
2: there's,
1: there's somebody else who's maybe in a profession that's not that suited for. That um, he had been working on left brain, right brain differences and and the connection there. Because really it's all about connection. Can the information cross the midline between the right brain and the left brain? Now, I was a very left brain person at that time. But I was actually helping him publish books on this. So using my writing skills uh, and and editing, so structure in that sense, and this is relevant because I I was also I had had twenty years in England. I had, had five years in New England. I had had twenty five years of precipitation, mm. and I was pretty much done.
2: <laughs> so
1: I hopped in my car and I went south and west and south and west, and I ended up in Arizona, where. <laughs> In a completely different context.
0: Very little precipitation.
1: (laughs) Very little precipitation, but in a completely different context, I met this gal, Dorothy Espiel. And she said, well, I'm giving a free demonstration of this work that I have developed and created myself next Tuesday and come along if you'd like. So I went along, seemed like the polite thing to do. And she had somebody up in the front of the room and she was using muscle testing to show what that person's inner computers would allow. So we we think about our laptop, which, of course, we're using right now, uh, our desktop computer, even our phones these days, and, and we are creating output all the time. And that output depends on what's going on inside. That depends on the input, obviously, so the data that you're putting in. But it also depends on what programs you've got running and whether they are running cleanly and compatibly with the rest of your system. And she was using this as an analogy to show how the person in the front of the room was not, for instance, able to make above a certain very specific limit in, in, in dollars. Mm-hmm. Every changeable. But she had a base ceiling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if I could put it that way. Okay. Seems a little incongruous. She, has, she had a ceiling mm-hmm. on, on what she could bring in, whether it was through work or in any other way. And then she was showing us how to change that, mm-hmm. because it doesn't actually really help to be identifying the problems if you don't have some way to, to right. change. it.
0: If you don't have the solution, yeah,
1: yeah, you know. And and as my chemist buddy say, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the precipitate. <laughs> so I digress. <don't> <laughs> but what really hit me, and this is going back to 1997, yeah, and I've still got it vividly in my mind and in my hard drive, so to speak, is she said, "Listen." If you're not making them or able to bring in the amount of money that you want or desire or require, if you have physical ailments, especially mystery ailments, if you have family issues, not me, of course, but others, <laughs>
2: mm-hmm. if
1: you are having the same romantic relationship over and over again, just with different people, these are programming issues.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: My father, my stepmother, have been computer programmers since the 1950s. My stepmother ran her own data processing firm in Manhattan. Wow. I learned to read and correct those punch cards when I was seven. And my (laughs) mom was a typing teacher, so I am just genetically equipped. (laughs) And so my little computer programmer's brain, that left brain, sort of went... If these are computer programming issues, then there is a way to fix them. And that's what she was teaching. That's what she had developed.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: This system, this system, this programming language of all possibilities called GeoTrap.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Ah, this is, ah, this, I have to find out more about this. So I actually moved to her town and i worked in her office for three years. Wow. Working for her was like, Working for, you know, if you're a physicist, it would be like working for Einstein. Mm. You know, they're not kind of interested in anything else. And God help you if you go in there with an issue of your own. Because you are right. going to be cleared.
2: Right. right. <laughs>
1: she didn't have the time. She'd say, look, I don't know what you brought in with you today, but you go out into the garden and you get rid of it because I don't need that energy around me today. Mm. Much more energy sensitive than than I am. Mm -hmm. And I'm thankful that I'm not an empath because I work with empaths a lot. Mm -hmm. And that's 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 a struggle
2: because
1: because you're in a sense, you're overly connected. You're feeling everybody's feelings all the time and you don't really know if they're yours or somebody else's. Right. Right. So one of the things that I'm working with with my particular clients frequently is let's get some boundaries in place so that you're not carrying around their crap as well as yours. Right. But I digress again. So what I learned in these three years is, firstly, I got a great exposure to to Geotran and and learned a lot and a lot and a lot and a lot of techniques. And secondly, I was actually running her computers in in the sense of her actual electronic computers. I'm much better at computers than she is. So since then, until her death in 2017, I've been the keeper of the files. Um... I'm the one who has, you know, been on every group call, on every in every class taking the notes. And so so I've got this enormous file structure of the notes. And of course I learned to use Jutran
2: with mm-hmm.
1: which mm-hmm. was the main point. And I was about a year into this process where I thought and,
0: and I would
1: you said, this is it. This is what I am here to do.
0: And would you say that geotran is is a form of, of energy medicine or energy healing, or is it something different?
1: Yeah, I would say that it is it is a technique for for energy healing. I am able to do it at a distance,
2: mm-hmm.
1: uh, which is really great because I spent half my time in France.,
2: mm. so,
1: you know, yay, the internet um, because in the field there is no time and space in the field. You now there is no time and distance in the field. So if I'm working with someone in the field, I'm creating, again, we get back to that connection issue. Let's say I'm speaking not just to you, but I'm speaking to anybody who's listening here mm-hmm. or watching. So we are creating a common field. We have that connection as we as we speak and listen and observe each other. So if I were to do some of these Geotran techniques right now with you, even though we are not physically in the same space, it would have... A similar impact on everybody who's listening, both in the live and in the replay,
2: hmm.
1: which is fantastic because yeah. it's like the opposite of dumping a computer virus into anybody's computer who's listening, and then it starts messing with their computers. <laughs> and- so it's like an
0: inoculation program,
1: yeah. So, so, so it's 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 actually the same process in a way. You know, it's just we're using it for good. Right. <laughs> we're using it for clearing. We're using it for healing. We're using it to to help your system become better, rather than how to people typically use computer viruses, which is to mess with your system. Hmm. So so if you have got a computer virus, let's just look at the computer analogy again for a second. There are basically three outcomes, right? One is you are running a program that you don't want to run. Right. That's how you even notice you've got a computer virus. It's like you you bring up your laptop and you go, what? Mm -hmm. Okay. Or if you have a strong immune system, whether in your computer or in your person, you can work around it probably, Mm -hmm. but it's taking up system resources. You're getting tired. It's slowing things down for you. And the third possible outcome is that your computer crashes. And that's, and you can't use it at all, and that's where we get these mystery illnesses of which we have such an abundance these days. It's because your computer is trying to run a program it doesn't know how to run and shouldn't even be in there in the first place. Because your inner computers, just like your electronic computers, cannot tell the difference. Right. Right. Between a program where you're saying, Oh yeah, this is going to you know allow me to receive more money, this is going to help me stay calm and balanced, this is yeah, good programs. Right. And lots of good programs. Programs right. of loss, lack, failure, depression, rage, uh, envy right. is the most Be- toxic one.
0: Because to a computer a program's just a program. It's There's no program. value judgment on it. Right. Right.
1: And I came in with an advantage because I already knew this
2: Right.
0: right. before
1: I found Geotran. It's like I, I already know how computer programs work, programming works
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that's
1: my family background. So, so what I do, yeah, is basically people come to me who say who are saying they don't know they're saying it this way. This is my interpretation of what they're saying. Mm-hmm. They're saying. Why am I so exhausted all the time? Why do I feel stuck? What What's going on? Uh, I,
4: I, I. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.
0: Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger,
4: McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich.
1: We have the same, I, I seem to have the same state of mind all the time. I have this problem in my family, and I have noticed it from, you know, my parents, my grandparents, a genetic line, or it's something in my culture, yeah, or something in my religion.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: They're running programs that just don't suit them. Right. right? So right. if it were your laptop, you'd call somebody like me. No. If it were your laptop that was not working, you would look for your oldest grandchild or the nearest 19-year-old.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: right and they go ah and they ah. put some codes in either to find out what's wrong or to put it right and you know you could learn that but who's got the time right no it's not your passion you just want right. your computer to right.
2: work you
0: bring it to the expert who it is their passion and let them do it yeah. um, we, we, we've got to take a break and and i would love to to up after the break on to the activations that you do and the dragons that you work with because those are two other aspects of what you do and I do want to make sure to get to them and then maybe when we get to our last segment of the show maybe you can do some uh, reprogramming for me and for our audience around abundance because we'll I'm that. sure everyone would love more abundance in their life yes awesome yeah. So everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to the Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We'll be right back with our guest, Dr. Kira Depp, in just a moment.
5: Hey, everybody. It's Tommy D., the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic Each week here on TalkRadio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on TalkRadio.nyc.
6: Were you an essential worker during the pandemic? If you needed to learn stages of epilepsy, did you depend on advocates? Did you use new innovations to cope with mental and neurological issues? Maintaining high quality of life and keeping good mental health are what we all strive for. I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health. And each week, top healthcare influencers, professionals, and innovators answer these questions and more. Stay tuned on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc. And I will continue to be frank about health with all of you.
0: So, Kier, in addition to learning GeoTran, this sort of human reprogramming language, um, you've also learned such uh, systems as human design, and you have certain kinds of activations, and you work with dragons. So I'd love to maybe you share with our audience a little bit about all that.
1: My pleasure. So because I, I one of the things I worked on for myself... Is this communication between the right side of the brain and the left side of the brain, which is what mm-hmm. Geotran is actually based on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was able to switch on intuitive faculties that I had no idea that I had. I mean, wow. I was I came into GeoTran so left brained. Yeah. Uh. Now that's great for communication that's and writing and all that good stuff, but the the the, the lack of the right brain connection was actually inhibiting my ability to be a designer really, because I there was, was a whole thing that I just didn't have access to at that time. Oh, well, better late than never. So. <laughs> um, I continued my practice when I was living in California. Happy to escape from Arizona, truth to tell. And I lived in, uh, for six years in San Luis Obispo and then for 12 years in Santa Barbara. And people in California were very interested in this kind of thing. So that was really great. I did some teaching, all that good stuff. And then... Uh, in 2018 you know how the universe sends you those little messages that says time to move on well yeah. the place where i was living the gal said it and she did it in a okay i'm hesitant to criticize her but it, she did it in a really clumsy way okay. she didn't sit down and talk to me mm-hmm. she sent me a letter <laughs> somebody's house i'm living in mm-hmm. saying uh, i'm giving you 30 days notice and i thought okay, I have a couple of ways I can respond to this. And one is to be pissed off.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Uh, And one is to say, okay, universe telling me something. I'm going to accept this with grace. I'm going to assume that there's some purpose here. I packed up my things. Most of my stuff was already in a pod. And I went on another road trip. (laughs) And my best friend, who is a physics professor, who I met at Cambridge back in, 1975. Wow. it's nearly 50 years we've known each other, has been here in Urbana-Champaign, Illinois, which is the, the core campus for the University of Illinois system. Mm-hmm. Really excellent physics department. It's like top 10 in the world. Mm-hmm. Anyway, he's been here as a physics professor since uh, 1980. So every Christmas, he's been paying for my flights from wherever I am to come oh, to Christmas with him. That's sweet. So it's like my best friend, he's an only child. i I don't get on with my family. It's it's really cool. Well, of course I was gonna come and visit him. If so I went up to see my dad in Boulder, Colorado, and then I was sweeping past here in Urbana and going on to visit my stepmother in um New Jersey. Well, my second morning here, he turned around to me and said, If I bought you a house, would you consider moving here? <laughs> So now I know how to muscle test. And I got a yes. And so I called up a colleague and said, could you just check this for me? This is (laughs) an important thing. And she got a yes. So six weeks later, I'm living in the Midwest. Now, I am not really a Midwest person.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: I think this is probably fairly clear. but here's the thing. There were, there were a couple of things that are really very advantageous about this. One is it enabled me to be settled somewhere of my own before COVID hit. So, yeah. hooray. Somebody knew something was coming that I didn't. Right. And we we're only a block away from each other and we kind of alternate doing dinner and things like that. And we were each other's pod for like two years.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh. But the other thing is that the geography actually makes a difference energetically in this sense. There are things that I can hear and do better here than I could in California. And there are definitely things that I can hear and do better in France than I can do here Hmm. in the U S. And it's a question of what is the overall energy or frequency of the, of the culture of the mass thought forms that we're surrounded with. So, I was already talking to my guides, my guidance system, morning and evening. I would strongly recommend this to anybody. And about five years ago, about the time that I moved, there were suddenly these extra voices. And I thought, hello? Okay. Yeah. Now, you know, I was—I I did my checks to make sure they weren't negative or malicious voices. I didn't think they were, but you're always good to check these things first. And um, so I started saying, I I got names, I could hear different voices and see different colors. And I said, you know, who are you? What are you? And they said, well, you can think of us as dragons. And I said, what? (laughs) You know, I know all about saints, guides, angels, divine helpers, all that stuff that I've been learning about in the preceding 25 years. Okay, 20 years. Yeah, 20 years. Um, dragons? I mean, I like dragons. Who doesn't? And they, yeah, as I spoke with them every morning, and they identified who they were and what what the specific ones did. Um, They are not from this planet, but they are living, breathing human beings. I was going to say living, breathing human beings. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) Beings. beings. Actual physical beings, but they are more multidimensional than most of us humans manage to be.
2: Right.
1: And they come from somewhere else because they have some, some very strong concerns about this planet. Mm. And primarily, and I'm going to throw this in here because this is my work at the moment, uh, primarily about global warming. Yes. Yeah, because the, what they're saying, and they've said this to me over and over again, and we have actually written a book together, which I'm just getting ready to publish, called oh. The Light Dragons. Um, They said, look, you humans are... Screwing it up for yourselves, and that's bad enough. But we can we we can live with that. You know, we've seen other conscious or self-aware uh species rise up and fall again and what have you. But what we're really worried about is that you are unbalancing, you are destabilizing the planet. Yeah. I mean the planet as an entity. And this makes a difference to us because your planet, like every planet, every star system is part of a connected network of energies. And if your planet goes out, that destabilizes your galactic neighborhood. Mm. And so we're coming right now. This is our first major visit- visitation in what did they say? Three thousand eight hundred years. Mm. Um. And they're coming in now because it's reached this tipping point, and you know, they they could fix it, but that's not how they work. What they can mm-hmm. do is they can heal and educate us. We right. humans have to take the charge here, right, and and get it sorted out for the entire physiosphere, biosphere, the the whole planet. It's up to us to fix this because we created the problem.
0: Right, right. Clean up our own mess.
1: Yeah, yeah, which is a really pretty grown up thing to be telling us.
0: Yeah, yeah, and for yeah.
1: us to be hearing.
0: So that that was how long ago that that
1: that was about five years ago. They about started five years
0: ago. So you've been working with those energies for about five years now. So what have you seen over the time of of working with them when you, when you work with them and, and working with clients? Like, what sort of changes have you seen in people? How is it different from GeoTran or anything else that you do?
1: Okay, well, there's there's three ways. One is that GeoTran is basically about integrations. GeoTran says, here's your goal. Here's you. We're going to get those to work together.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The Dragons Fed Me activations. Activations are to take those inner biocomputers to a higher level mm-hmm. to, to, to glorify what you're doing effectively, to bring mm-hmm. more truth mm-hmm. and light into what you're doing. Yeah, so it's, it's actually, it's all based on sacred geometry. And they downloaded 236 of these activations to me in the space of two months. One time when I was in France, wow. so that's in France because I get all this stuff downloaded, wow. and now we're moving on to super activations where we're actually wow. upgrading the computers. So there are only four of those so far, but they came to me in the space of a week.
2: Wow, wow, it's
1: just. It's just so, I mean, it's very exciting for me, but also for my clients, because they're getting a higher level of work and a higher, higher frequencies for those who have cleared out the nonsense enough to be able to relate to those new energies.
0: Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. It's time for us to take our last break. So when we come back, we've got about, you know, maybe 10 minutes Uh, To finish up, so I'm wondering if maybe you can do some general activations, both for myself and for all the listeners, whether they're on the live stream or listening to the recording, so can give people just a little tiny taste of what you do.
1: I'd be thrilled.
0: Wonderful, wonderful. Thank you, Kier. All right, everyone, please stay tuned. You're listening to The Conscious Consultant Hour, Awakening Humanity. We'll be right back and finish this all up with our guest, Dr. Kira Depp, in just a moment.
3: Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Bronco, host of The Hard Skills, on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc. Hey,
5: everybody. It's Tommy D., the Nonprofit Sector Connector, coming at you from my attic. Each week here on talkradio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy and Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on talkradio.nyc.
0: Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness? Okay, Kier. Let let let's let's get a little taste. Let's, you know, let's do a little wine tasting or chocolate tasting uh, of of these amazing activations and dragons that you work
1: with. Okay. Well, I'm gonna give you a tiny, tiny little bit of Geotran first because I want everyone to really pay attention and because you can repeat this at home just whenever you want. Yeah, super easy. Whereas the, the and, and then I'm going to do the opulence super activation, which is a little bit more complicated. And you need to actually get in touch with me so that I can send you the, the file. So, by the way, you can find me on Facebook at Adept. You can find me at Dragon Divas is my group on Facebook. You can find me. I have a, um, I have a YouTube channel called uh, Dragon Divas, or you can find me under my name. Or you can email me, drkiradept at gmail.com. Super easy. Oh, website, dragonactivations.com. All is one word, dragonactivations.com. All of these integrations and activations that I have created are all there. Mm -hmm. And your reward for taking the initiative is you get to play with them for free. woo Yeah. Yay. You can contact me. We'll do an intensive and we'll just kick butt. Okay. So I'd like you to just touch right here, if you would, if everybody can see me right here, sort of, you know, at breast level. Yeah. Okay. Now Mm -hmm. you are off, right? So I'm muscle testing for you. And it says to me, there's a little bit of a glitch for you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now take your hand away. (laughs) So this is the self-esteem point. Now, I would have said, Sam, that you were somebody who had plenty of self-esteem, normally speaking. Yeah? But remember, we're checking multidimensionally here. You've got mm-hmm. 144,000 facets, and a couple of them are going,
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: when it comes to self-esteem. Okay. So, that's our pretest. Right hand, cone the fingers, you know, like you picking up a sugar cube, and then go clockwise. Now, clockwise means top, left, bottom, right. It's all in the wrist action. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and say 4-2. Four, 4-2? Two.
0: Four, two.
1: Just say it once. Okay, touch the point again. Now you're strong. This body has 100% self-esteem. Mm. I know what that feels like to you, but you know, in the field, you're going, huh, which is <laughs> what I always like to see. Okay, now, same thing, but I want you to touch the point a little bit lower right here at the solar plexus. Okay. And you're off. And I could find out what percent you're off doesn't matter right we just want it to be on Mm
2: -hmm.
1: that is your success point Mm. so i would like you to say not not touching the point just say i choose to succeed
0: i choose to succeed
1: and you see how that's off Mm. for people who are not familiar with muscle testing i'm just checking the amount of life force energy that's going through for that particular question or touching that particular point my fingers are sticky i'm not gonna be able to stamp my fingers but that's a no answer Mm -hmm. that's a yes answer you can hear it yeah there's Mm -hmm. more strength there more life force energy okay so now once again clockwise over that point two 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 excellent now touch the point again different Mm -hmm. result don't touch the point say i choose to succeed
0: i choose to succeed
1: yeah See, we can hear it even in your voice. This is so mm-hmm. great. Okay. Now, I personally do about 36 of these Geotran codes every morning as a kind wow. of reset. It's like you, you've you opened up your laptop and you know it's going to take a minute to come up because it's doing a whole bunch of little things in the background to make sure everything's working properly. Mm-hmm. Well, I coded all of these 36 mm-hmm. into one set of codes and we're going to do them now. And it's called the ultimate reset. Okay. Okay. Now, this is with your left hand.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I want you to take it around the back. And mm-hmm. this is uh, about two, three inches down from the waist, two, three inches over to the left. So it's basically at the top of your left buttock there. Yeah? Okay. And we're gonna tap that point 72 times, counting by tens. So I'm gonna do it with you. So it's okay. left hand to the to the left buttock there. Mm-hmm. 10, 20, 30, 40, 1, 2. Then bring that left hand to the front. And you're going to just run it down the heart chakra. Just like that. Perfect. Now, with the right hand, cone fingers, you're going to touch the middle of your forehead. Right? Mm -hmm. And release. And touch it again. And we're going to count to 42. 10, 20, 30, 40, 1, 2. And release. And now touch it again and say, yes, with enthusiasm. Yes. And release. Whoa! now I don't know about you, but for me, the whole field just went boing. (laughs) Because we just did a whole bunch of codes that I've just managed to pull together into one code. Do you see? Yeah. All right. And then we're going to do the well of dreams activation. This has three parts as well. The well of dreams is a new chakra that's coming in. It's coming in at the back of the neck, about two inches below the back oh. of the neck on the mm-hmm. midline and it's about manifestation hello mm-hmm. uh, okay so we're going to take the right hand and circle clockwise at the back at the left gluteal fold which is how Dorothy used to put it and we're going to say one four seven.
0: One four seven.
1: okay perfect now then we're going to touch the back of the with the right hand going to touch the back of the right thigh Okay. Yeah. So in the middle somewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We always have grace. People help. Okay. And we're going to release that with spread fingers. So it's like touch and pummy. Ah,
2: yeah. Okay.
1: Hey, okay. I did it for you. And then with the cone fingers of the right hand, we're going to touch that well of dreams point. That's two inches below the the back of the neck mm-hmm. on the midline. Touch and release. Touch to count of 72. 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 1, 2, and release. And we're going to tap that point four times. One, two, three, four. Oh, there it goes. Okay, mm. this body needs anything else on this page. No, this body's completed everything else, everything on that page and on this page that we've done so far. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Now, this is called opening the valve. Oh, my dears, if you only do this every day, mm. you are going to really see a change. Okay. Now, again, this is that point that's uh, on the back. It's on. We're going to use the left hand to the back, and it's two inches to the left and two inches to three inches down from the waist. And we're going to circle counterclockwise. So you're going to picture you being over here, looking mm. at you being over there, and your hand is going to go counterclockwise. Got it.
2: 8872.
1: 8872. This body has an open valve. (laughs)
0: The
1: valve is what lets in the abundance, the prosperity, the opulence, the whatever blessings. Mm. Yeah, spirit is constantly sending you blessings. Are you able to receive? Okay, now we need to do a roses clearing. Okay, one, two, three, four, five. You've got venom in your world somehow. What color roses do you need? There, there, purple, yellow, royal, purple, white roses. Imagine about 72 billion.
0: 72 billion, okay,
1: yep, lots of roses. Woo! Okay. Whoa. People you people in my world use sage a lot to clear mm-hmm. negativity. Mm-mm-mm. Roses. Roses. End of roses, a rose colored candle, rose essence, roses. In order of priority. Rose, vanilla, lemongrass, then sage.
0: Oh. And I don't
1: have to care for sage, so that works for me. Okay, this body needs a remedy called Count All Joy. I happen to have some right here. This is about where your power goes out
2: Mm. because of other
1: people's, how they are looking at you It's projected stuff. Whoa. (sighs) That's it. And if you don't have access to that, there's a code for it. Okay. Um, Okay, this body person is now 100% has opulence available to you. That's a yes. That's a big, Mm. firm yes. And the seal here, dark chocolate.
0: Ah, I got chocolate.
1: Everybody who's watching, you go get some dark chocolate.
0: Yeah, unless you're allergic.
1: Well, if you're allergic, you click it in. Dark chocolate, dark chocolate, dark chocolate, dark chocolate. chocolate. Uh. Yeah, but I make my own truffles, so there you go. Mm. Okay, so here's what I expect to happen. I want all of you to get in touch with me with the miracles that are showing up in your world in the next right now or in the next day or so because you are now connected mm. with that spirit of opulence mm. and opulence means having enough money to be a philanthropist
0: mm. i like that i like that my engineer logan in the chat says this feels completely different already
1: <laughs> yeah exactly it works immediately just like fixing mm. your computer means your computer works immediately
0: right right
1: That's what we're doing here exactly.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Fortunately, we're out of time here. I love working with you. One more time, if people want to learn more about you, get in touch with you, what's the website? How do they find you?
1: Dragon Activations, all is one word, dragonactivations.com, or email me, Dr. Kier Adept. You see it on the screen, how that's spelled?
0: D-R-E-A-D-E-P-T.
1: At gmail.com. And hey, I love my work, and I love to connect with people who want to function at this higher level of passion and sparkle in your lives.
0: Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Dr. Kier. It was a pleasure having you on the show. And of course, thank you, my loyal listeners for tuning in every week. I so appreciate you, whether it's your first time tuning in or not. Um, and if you missed any part of today's show, don't forget, you can always catch the replay on talkradio.nyc or on all the um, on all the major podcasting platforms, Apple, Google, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, wherever you find podcasts, you can find The Conscious Consultant Hour. Thank you all for tuning in. We will talk to you all next week. Take care, everyone.
5: Lift, educate, and
6: power. Were you an essential worker during the pandemic? If you needed to learn stages of epilepsy, did you depend on advocates? Did you use new innovations to cope with mental and neurological issues? Maintaining high quality of life and keeping good mental health are what we all strive for. I'm Frank R. Harrison, host of Frank About Health. And each week, top healthcare influencers, professionals, and innovators answer these questions and more. Stay tuned on Thursdays at 5 p.m. on talkradio.nyc, and I will continue to be frank about health with all of you.
4: Are you a business owner? Do you want to be a business owner? Do you work with business owners? Hi, I'm Stephen Fry, your small and medium-sized business or SMB guy, and I'm the host of the new show, Always Friday. Always Friday. While I love to have fun on my show, we take those Friday feelings of freedom and clarity to discuss popular topics on the minds of SMBs today. Please join me and my various special guests on Friday at 11 a.m. on talkradio.nyc. Hey,
5: everybody. It's Tommy D, the nonprofit sector connector, coming at you from my attic Each week here on TalkRadio.nyc, I host a program, Philanthropy in Focus. Nonprofits impact us each and every day, and it's my focus to help them amplify their message and tell their story. Listen each week at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time until 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on TalkRadio.nyc.
0: Are you a conscious co-creator? Are you on a quest to raise your vibration and your consciousness?
3: Are you a high-achieving, growth-oriented leader? Are you interested in developing your authentic leadership while creating a healthy, inclusive workplace? Hi, I'm Dr. Mira Broncu, host of The Hard Skills on talkradio.nyc at 5 p.m. Eastern on Tuesdays, where we discuss how leaders develop the hard skills needed to make a greater impact. We interview experts, have live coaching, and tackle these challenges. Listen to The Hard Skills on Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern on talkradio.nyc.